Welcome to the Dog Proudly Broadcast. Another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Here joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios, but I'm never alone. I'm my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. How are you? Man on man, Joey. It's been the week, man. Last week's episode was fun, man. It was. We had a blast last week with the uh, with Maria Sanchez and uh, Chuck Best. That last week? That was last week? I don't think it was like so long ago. No, it was just a week ago. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. You can't hear you? No. Haley been turning you down again? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, Haley doesn't like you. I don't I don't know. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. I can hear your your love talking slow jam voice. I like to make sure that the ladies can hear me. You're damn right. Yeah, I make sure they hear you, Joey. <laughs> You know what I want? I always have the same question when it comes to these ladies. <laughs> I have to be careful, I've learned, because I apparently have a certain gaze. Because you got. These eyes have, have a certain effect on certain people. Okay. And I never understood, because like, some people get really like. Tell me I'm looking at them weird, mm-hmm. and I'm just being me, not doing anything. You being you all gazy and But shit. I've been accused of having, quote-unquote, hungry eyes. <laughs> I think it's what it is. That's a, that's, a, that's a song. It is. It is. But, but who, who sings that? Uh, I think it's Eric Carmen or something. It's an old 80s tune. Anyway, um... But anyway, like it's just a look that apparently I have. And sometimes, and it's not like a look that I have all the time, it just kind of happens. And especially with certain lighting, it's it's kind of it's kind of that scary sexy where you're not sure which way to go with it. <laughs> but if you're a dude, usually that 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 makes you feel real uncomfortable. Uh Although I had one of our guest spots this week tell me, uh, caught got caught in it by by Gantry. Sometimes you just get caught in it. You get caught in your gates. Sometimes you get caught in the gates, uh, and it it, it it takes you to a place that you weren't expected to go. Um, so uh, one of our guest spots was like, uh, I was trying to get the show together. You know, meeting with the comedians, doing uh-huh. a comic call. We're going through the list of things that are about to happen, and then all of a sudden, one of my guests goes. Why, hey, are your eyes always like that? And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, what now? Like, <laughs> am I bloodshot? Is there something wrong? Am I bleeding through one of my eyes? No. He goes, no, they're beautiful. And I was just like, what? <laughs> no, your eyes are beautiful. I, I just... <laughs> you, hit them with, you hit them with them hungry eyes, Joey. And this is somebody from PG County. So 
like it was really uh that was a thing that he said uh usually you know that's followed by a pause or something yeah but uh there was no pause well that that get that look can uh can have that effect on people so that's why i i think the pause is implied no it ain't, it ain't implied joey he wants you <laughs> so many I've, I've had so many people like on live like just go oh who's that what's his deal what's his deal uh one time someone saw saw me and immediately uh put a wig on and a hat. Uh <laughs> so like what we've noticed now what I've been doing the Ratchet Roundtable with Maria and Chuck is uh I've had to, it's had to be said every time they introduced me that I'm not single because <laughs> that way they don't start doing that damn you gotta thing. make sure the hoes don't get their hopes up. Because uh, they will try. And I'm not even uh, desirable right now. I have whole titties. See, you're, have... you're not desirable to you. Yeah. But you're also a narcissist. So you don't think you're attracted to anybody. Well, you think. I don't, I don't, I don't, no. You don't. How does that track? That's not, you're not. Okay. You have. Uh, do you have body dysmorphia now? Yes, I do. Okay, I definitely so do. You got body dysmorphia. So you, you don't believe that you're attractive anyway. When average girls would, would take you home in a heartbeat, man. I know I'm a beautiful man. I'm just saying there's a better version of me that I've been before than this. Really? You think so? Yes, I'm I am like a bag of water right now. Mid 40s Joey is is not that bad. I'm not 40 yet. Oh, shit. That's the problem. My if bad. I was this shape and I was 50, cool. But I'm about <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 50 years ahead of schedule. You're only 35? No, I'm like 838, but still. Okay. Like I'm, in, in, I mean, I'm ahead of schedule for just for dad okay, bod this is for for this level of dad bod. Like oh, okay, this, there's a lot of just like uh, uh, loose tissue. See, I don't have a dad bod. I have a dad body. Uh, it's difference. What what is the huh? what does the why account for? The why accounts for why you eating all that. Uh, <laughs> you got to make sure you have an understanding of who you are as a person. Uh, I, I am I am a, I am a dad body. Mm. That means I put on a suit and I look good, but uh, I take that suit off and I look like a look like a fat dude. Uh, <laughs> See, I can't fit in any of my suits right now, and I think that's the problem. Buy bigger suits. No, I refuse. Stop I'm buying gonna... tight suits from Men's Warehouse. I didn't or... buy tight. I bought suits that fit. Buying them Steve Harvey suits when and shit. I was before my injury. And then my injury happened, and now nothing fits, and I'm tired of wearing the same clothes. So you want to wear suits all the time? No, I just want to wear most of my clothes, which were bought or purchased when I was not as big as I've ever been. How much do you weigh? I haven't been on the scale recently because <laughs> I'm afraid to look. I haven't broken 240 in a while. I've been over 240 plus for an extended period of time now. Can you still fight grown men in the, in the octagon? I would not try it. Although I did play football <clears> on <throat> Sunday. Why'd you go do that, Joey? Because I was at a Halloween party on Saturday night and uh, not in a costume because I was like, fuck that. And I was like, fuck that. I'm an adult. You can't make me this year. And then <laughs> this uh, year. <laughs> and then I kind of was just like, eh, whose Halloween party were you? I at? was I was at Josh's. I was with the I was with the shout out CPMMA. Uh, our friend Josh Peters at CPMMA was over there and uh, we were hanging out and I was just surrounded by, you know, um, martial artists. 
-hmm. and they're all like, you know, oh, talk about training. And I was like, fuck that training. I'm going to go train something else. And I was, <laughs> and then the email came in that they were like, hey, we need substitutions for tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. Two games, 9 a.m. and 9, 9.55. And I was like, I can do that. You I, played two I games? Mean, I probably can't. Oh, you're an but idiot. But I'm going to try. You're an idiot, Jesse. I played three games. Ugh. Well, two and a half. How'd your body feel? So my leg made it through the first two. Okay. Actually, so it kind of wasn't. All right, so the first game. <laughs> Here's where you go down this hole. The first play. So it was cold as fuck that morning. Uh-huh. And uh, I decided to um, clear the chamber, so to speak. But mm-hmm. I had to take, uh, as I, as old as I am now, I had to take two shits to start the day. So instead of going to the field to warm up, I had to go to a Safeway nearby and take a shit. And warm down. And warm down. <laughs> so I got to the field, no time to actually loosen up. So I, so the first game, like the first play, I immediately felt my surgical insert, like where my quad was reattached instantly went like, like it didn't, I didn't make that sound out loud, but I felt that way in my body. It didn't pop, but it just felt uh, like it was not, not happy with me. It's like, Hey, that, 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 that's not, that's not ready to move like that yet. Um, and then a couple plays in, uh, I realized that the dude that was trying to uh, play against me was an asshole. Um, so I said, okay, I'm going to get rid of him. Um, I had never had to rely on veteran craftiness before. I'm sorry, is this story boring you? No, it's not boring Because <laughs> I can see you <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> You're the only one here. Oh, shit. That's right. It's just me and you this week. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, Joe. You 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 you've seen you you've done this podcast. We've done over 2000 episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know I don't pay attention to shit. <laughs> you know you know I I'm listening but I'm not I'm like I'm not active listening. I told you we should have canceled today. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no point in time did you say that. When I asked you if we were ready or not. That was me asking if we should cancel. I keep telling you to pick up on these hints. <laughs> is everything good? If I go, is everything good over there? And if you if you go, huh? I go, is everything good? That means I'm trying to cancel. I specifically said, you can't ask me if we should cancel after we were supposed to have started. Supposed to start the show at 8 o'clock. <sighs> I mean... I also... I also you know this. I am if the show must go on was a person. Yes, you are. And that shit's annoying sometimes. Like some some days it just doesn't need to go on. Some days it doesn't. I'm I'm a firm believer in some days just don't 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 put the pull the curtain up. Yeah, that's not I'm uh, uh no. You don't feel that way? I'm the kind of person if I'm pulling the curtain up, it's not coming back down. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna kill yourself. I'm just gonna do it till I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That is true. I, I don't. I don't like doing things halfway. You don't like half-assing. I hate it. Whole ass and no ass, huh, Joey? Do something. Do it. I hate that shit. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not being like a halfway in, halfway out. I'm just saying, let's not do this week. <laughs> you need to tell me that 
before I get here. Yeah, <laughs> before I, mean, I try to get a guest. See, I didn't know I didn't, all the other pieces fall into place. It, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know when I don't want to do it. Usually you do, because usually that's the first question you ask me. Like, do we have a guest this week? And then I know that the next thing is because <laughs> such and such and this and that. And then uh, so if we don't have an episode this week, it'd be OK with me. That's basically <laughs> the process that is that how I come across. To. So when that when that that question didn't happen today. I then proceed with go hard or go home. I asked you the question two days ago, though. You did not ask me. Yes, that. I did. When you were here, I asked you, hey, do we have a guest this week? And you said, no, we don't. Yeah, but you didn't do any of the follow-up questions. Oh, I didn't. I had to. Nigga. <laughs> you moved on to other shit. Oh, all right, fine. This could have been brought to my attention yesterday when I was here. Yes. Delivering that uh, TV I stole from that white lady. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to rob them. Oh, uh, but yeah, man, it's it's been it's been a long week, Joey. Mm-hmm. I told you all last uh, on a couple episodes ago, I quit my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I no longer work for the what that white man. I work for a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more comfortable in my skin at my new job, and my new job actually allows me to have a Christmas and a New Year's, as well as Thanksgiving this year. Because hmm. I don't have to worry about do, going to work for them, them motherfuckers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's 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 so much more rewarding to know that I get holidays off now, and I still do the same job I used to do. It's so it's so much more rewarding. It's it's like it's like if you if you if if you if you could go and see the smile on all those little all kids because faces. you're a step removed from the actual customers that are consuming the product. Yep, <laughs> take me took. took me out of the equa- take me away from that part of the equation, and it, and it, it makes my life so much better. It's like restrict the number of, of, of ridiculous people you have to with on a daily basis. <laughs> Very. Oh man, but I'm I'm enjoying my job so far. Uh so far so good. I can't I don't got no complaints. I like what I like what I do. I've I've enjoyed what I do for 22 years, man. It's a good, a good vertical move for you. I, I'm yeah. happy for you. Yeah, man. Hey, I had a good conversation with Baby Muppy yesterday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? First time in like six months we talked. Oh. And we had a long, long conversation. And it was actually positive without supervision, without supervision. No, no one else there. No one else around. And I was actually proud of both of us when we ended the conversation. She she texted me. She's like, I wish we could always have conversations like that. And I went, you know what? I do, too. Mm. And she's like, I bet you do, because I'm awesome. And then I went, damn it. Yes, you are. And then I, I let it be. I just mm. let it be because I don't want to I don't want to start a problem because, you know, me, my mouth ain't uh, is reckless. When it wants to be, I'm aware. <laughs> so, so I chose, I chose, I, I did not choose violence that at that moment in time. Proud of you, and I, and I'm going to continue not to choose violence because I, I'm at a place now in my life where you know what, it's better for me to be happy and nice than to be to be angry and sad when I come in my house every day. So I'm just, I'm gonna start living my life better, Joe. It just took you till now to figure that out. It did because I lived in anger. Like I lived mm. in an anger bubble for years. Mm. Like you, you were there. I was never. I was. I was happy-ish, like a Jewish person. Like I'm close to happy, mm. just like they're close to Jews. But I'm sorry, that's not. That's not right with what? the with the current climate of Kanye. I do apologize to the Jewish community uh, uh, for anything. We'll talk about him later. Anything said uh, in the, on this episode of the Dot Comedy Podcast? Uh, the Dot Comedy Drink Champs no longer support. DJ Marcus and wish uh, wish him the best in his future endeavors. Uh, <laughs> we gotta have a drunken episode. We haven't had one of those in a while. 
I want to have a mushroom episode. We're going to do a shrooms episode? Uh, we were, although it might have to be again. So I talked to Tommy Zimbazo. Okay. And he has a very reasonable rule that he doesn't like to uh, venture forth uh, more than once a month. Okay. But he already has his... He has very specific outings planned. Ah, where he, he's going with this said thing. <laughs> so we to get on his uh, his his schedule for that particular activity, mm-hmm. we have to wait a few months. Okay, all right. I mean, hey, I understand. But I don't want to wait that long. You don't want to wait for your life to be over. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yes, I don't. I don't. I want to. Uh, I, I want to do this uh, sometime in the next couple weeks. Maybe this weekend. Can we do this weekend? No. I need... I want to see where I... I had to see what my access options are. Possibly. Who Do you you have a plug for this? I may. You may? Okay. I, I, I know a guy who knows a guy. I have to have a plug. Do you know how many people I know? I mean, it's it's. it's, You know how big my social network is. I agree. What is the name of that song? My social network is stupid big. Is this it? And it's growing all the time. Did you know that? um, By the way, uh, shout out Chuck Best, who was on last week. Did you know he had his car stolen? Yeah, you told me earlier. It's unfortunate. Here's the part I didn't tell you when he mentioned that on Facebook earlier today. He was beset by people who were suggesting that he reach out to people on Instagram to track down his vehicle. <laughs> so apparently that's a scam. That's a thing now. So if you if you say, hey, someone stole my car, there's going to be people coming out of the woodwork in the Facebook comments to solicit for you to reach out. Reach to out them, to them to, this to other get your person. car back? It's like, hey, this person... Decide, like, they pull it up. I'm gonna read some of these to you. It's fucking hilarious. Huh? This what? shit. This was fucking hilarious. That, I mean, there's people doing all types of scam shit. Like, I got a message this morning at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. Sorry about your lost vehicle. If you have the VIN number, contact CyberCoker11 on Instagram for help. I believe he could trace the current location of your vehicle. Just don't know how much he managed to do that. But my truck was tracked by him last month. They are highly recommended, but it's a paid service. Of course it is. Search Jaff Auto Track on Instagram. He's really good at tracking vehicles without GPS. He helped my neighbor and some other people in my area. So I got I got Hi everyone on here. My car was stolen at the post yesterday. <laughs> I contact the FBI, got no help. Who the fuck contacted Who calls the, the FBI, FBI about your car getting stolen? <laughs> I saw a recommendation about this team on Instagram who helped me to get my car stolen. Uh, my car is back with the help of GoTac3 on Instagram. Mm. Timeless Hacker on IG. He helped me track down my car a few weeks back. Guess you can talk to him if you need help or text him. I also have his contact. I, uh, shit's ridiculous. Do any of these sound like someone you want to talk to for no, any reason? Not even in the slightest. <laughs> like they, they sound like they sound this, like the annoying, this is the most down ass bad shit ever. It's like it's, <laughs> the worst part is it's it's Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. You can at someone on Instagram. I'm pretty sure because yeah. it's the same fucking meta platform. 
they're purposely avoiding putting the at on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, because it's a damn scam. Um, I um, I I was oh, what I was saying. I I got a message at uh, one o'clock this morning, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a chick, and she was just like, "Hey." So it came through Messenger. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, uh, she's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine. Who is this? First and foremost, she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm Lori. Well, it was like, it was like Carrier Lori from Laurel. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm Mike from Manchester. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can use some fake bullshit if you want some fake bullshit. Oh, yeah. That's another one is these fucking weirdos that uh, pretend to have wrong numbers and then and then text you and shit yeah and then like and then go oh well it seems like you're a nice person what about if i get to know you like no thank you no i'm good i don't need to get to know nobody especially when the person you were looking for was guo kang (laughs) that is hey are you stephanie no (laughs) but i met you at a party no you didn't but uh, what's your name then steven Hmm? well hey steven it's nice to meet you my name is Cheng Wan. Why are you Cheng Wan? <laughs> Talking to Stephanie. <laughs> no, she thought my number was for a guy, somebody named Guo Kang. Guo Kang? Guo Kang. I, I don't know who that, I don't know what that is. Joey, I don't know, some white girl. And she sent me a picture. And I was like, I didn't ask for this. Why are you sending pictures of people you Oh, don't you get know? white girls. I get Asian girls. Yeah, they're barking up all the wrong trees. Yeah, they... They, I Asians. get white girls looking for Asian men. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know it's Asian men. It just sounds like Asian. I could be being racist. What if that's a Jewish person? Oh, I you don't could know. be. You could be racist. This is true. Who knows? I don't. I have no idea. If you know what a Guo Kang is, put it in. The- <laughs> put it in the chat. <laughs> Drop it in the chat. We're trying to learn things today. I, I, I deleted so many people's phone numbers like over the last week. I really should. I have way too many phone numbers in my uh, in my stack. Like everyone, everyone who I left behind at my at my old job, mm. I deleted their numbers. I didn't. <laughs> I want to know if they call me, so you can not answer. Some days I actually like I kind of want to just randomly dial people in my phone book mm. and ask how they're doing. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, see, people like like I'll, I'll look at my messages and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> see, that's why I don't delete it. I delete the contact. I don't delete the messages until I'm re- like really done with these people. Like, I mostly just I don't delete anything. I'm also I'm I, I'm a data hoarder. I don't delete data. I still believe that uh that uh the data doesn't actually have uh have an ex- expiration date. It doesn't take up space. Oh, you think it's all in the cloud, Joey? It's all, it's all, it's all electronic. It doesn't matter. It's not really hoarding if it's electronic. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, I clean, I clean my mailbox once, once every six months. Never. No, well, I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll say I don't clean my mailbox every six months. I clean my my phone numbers every six months. Mm-hmm. So I'll clear out whoever I think I don't want to talk to anymore. Hmm. I'll clear all them out, and then. I'll go down the text messages and delete anything from two years ago. Hmm. If I haven't talked to you in that chat thread or in, in that or had a message from you from in that chat then in two years, I'll delete it. 
Hmm. Best way to do it. Best way to get it. Best way to get him out of there. Okay. So got a question for you, Joey. What's that? So I was, I was listening to a couple other uh, podcasts and I, I, I do my due diligence. I listen to podcasts. I listen to, uh, I listen to other fact finders and creators on the internet. Fact finders. Yes, pe- people. You know, you know me, Joey. I'm, a, I'm, I'm all about the people. Is that a- uh, so, so I, I was a question posed on that on a podcast I was listening to. Who was that? What is the time limit for posting a new significant other online? Posting a new significant other. So, like, you, you just started dating this girl. Okay. How long before you post her on social media? I don't know if there's a time limit. You mean on the how I, soon into the relationship do you do you post your your significant other? I don't know. <laughs> how soon did you? Well, you've never posted yours. The last time I did it, it backfired. <laughs> it backfired on you horribly. The early, yeah, the early. So now I'm like, I never want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like actually, I'm not even in a relationship online. <laughs> it's on social media, you're not. No. Uh, well, me neither. <laughs> so. I just was like, I told like, cause like one, my current girlfriend's not on Facebook anyway. Mm-hmm. And two, every time I've changed it, it's been bad luck. Yeah. It, it, it ends that's fairly what, quickly. That's what, yeah. It ends within two weeks of that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me just leave that alone. Um, I don't need to, I don't need to tempt fate on that. Cause fuck Facebook. It's a fake place. Did you tell her you weren't going to post her on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Then she reacted well to it. I just don't post stuff like I don't post my life shit on. Yeah. There. See, that's the other thing. I don't post like regularly enough to where people will be go, oh shit, that's Marcus's new girlfriend. But I don't, I don't care that much about what other people think. Yeah. I'm out of that place in life. I'm not a, I'm not a millennial in that way. I'm a millennial in the way of I like fast food and uh, and video games. Well. I just don't carry a selfie stick Who's with that? me everywhere. Who joined us, Joey? I believe it's our guest. It is I. Welcome Hello. to the program. Hello, Sunny Sunny. Sarouche. Sunny Sarouche is in the building. Hey. <laughs> Hello, hey. Sunny. Welcome Sorry. to that comedy podcast. You made Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Sorry I'm late. Oh, it's fine. We were all late today. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we ourselves were late. Today, to today we show. got our... Uh, our tardy notice from the corporation. Yeah. <laughs> um, like some comfortable chairs in there, like those gamer chairs. Yes. Yeah, except they've been sat in for like a year, so the padding <laughs> on the bottom it doesn't exist. We're oh, basically yeah. sitting on screws. Uh, your I butt, see. your butt print is in there. Oh, deeply. My actual. I'm butt not print. even sure it's mine. It's my butt print because I sit in that chair naked. See, see, that's regularly. Yeah, it's in my house. <laughs> I told you it was gonna happen, Joey. <laughs> I played God of War naked in your chair. Good times. <laughs> I need to start getting one of like those, you know, the thing that you have at the public restroom. You put on the toilet seat. <laughs> I'm gonna start putting it on this chair. Okay, can we talk about that for a second? Because as a like a woman with a vagina who sits down, that shit never works. Okay, like I've been a woman for 35 years, and I have tried to use that paper thing. For 35 years, and I don't, I think all the women out there can relate, or people who use women's bathrooms, or people who sit down, whatever, that it always falls in before you get your ass down on it. Okay, so how are you putting it down? 
Well, you open the little middle part and then you put it down. Are you supposed? Do you leave that closed? No, well, no, no. You have to. You have to do it in a certain. You order. gotta open it and and put it on the seat. But it ha- that part has to be in the front of the toilet. Oh. Wait, so like backwards of what I'm thinking? Yes. Yeah, yes. The flaps down towards the front. The flap goes toward the front. Okay, so why did I never learn this growing up? No one taught uh, me this. I'm 35 years. Just trying different ways. Yeah, most people most people don't know. Like I, I actually. I actually found out because we or we in the job I used to have when I used to work for another company, we actually had to order them and it came with instructions. Like the box that they come in has instructions on the back of the box, but no one can see those instructions because it's usually inside a case, which is the funniest thing wow, I've ever guys. seen. Wow. <laughs> I'm learning something new every day. That's what we do on the dot comedy podcast. That's we right. make connections between <laughs> Things you probably thank you for that gift, but don't thank you for that gift. I appreciate you. Not a problem at all. We're here to help. (laughs) Sonny appears by the CPMMA fight line, by the way. That's right, CPMMA fight line. We want to kick someone's ass. Come on down to CPMMA. Joey's there getting his ass kicked every weekend. Come on down and fight somebody. Sorry, that's uh, that's me. Give me one second. It's like uh, sorry, my messages app is just losing its mind. Forrest Quinn. most Sorry, popular guys. person in the world. I thought you were I working at Forrest like, Quinn, and it's still going. Ah! <laughs> Stop it. That's got to be infuriating. <laughs> it has to be. Are you done? No. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like you're at a like a reception desk. Yeah. I know, but I'm like saying... Some, I'm like, like seven-year-old that won't you, stop okay, playing I think it's done I think it just populates, like, whenever I open my laptop, it's, like, so little that it populates. But sorry. Oh, it's just catching up. Yeah, it's catching up, but I don't, I didn't know how to, like, turn it off without turning you guys off. I'm literally, like, the least technical person you could ever meet. Like, I think me just, like, sitting in a gamer chair would probably be the most technical thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I get That's, that's reasonable. Yeah, you guys are, like, your headphones and, like, your mic with the circle around it like wait there are over extremely overdone production value here (laughs) here on the black comedy podcast none of this is necessary (laughs) (laughs) it's not we we do overkill we 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 either make it the greatest we possibly can or we do too much that is the black comedy podcast way although even though our (laughs) you are honored Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, no, we're, but, uh, uh, we're glad you were able to join us. Definitely. So cool. Oh, well, we can get a woman's uh, perspective, Joey. On what? On the question that was posed. Which one? Okay, so, so Sonny, when is it okay? When do you feel oh, that one. when you're in a relationship, it's okay to start posting your significant other online? <laughs> Damn. Okay. I guess that's how women feel. That face said so much. <laughs> believe in relationships i don't do that and i just like even when i am in one i try to keep it on the dl because i just don't want people knowing my business okay Mm. i come from like a conservative iranian family and so they just like have these beliefs of like oh like that's gonna be the guy like he's on the social media so i'm like really the wrong person to ask i don't think i've posted a significant other on my social media in about maybe two, two and a half years. And that was during the pandemic. And that's because there was nothing else to do. No. See, you can't. <laughs> we're, co- we're comedians, Marcus. It's different for us. 
but this question was posed to comedians on the podcast I was listening to. That's why it's like it's uh, like y'all are the worst. We don't because we, we are. We don't have. I mean, unless you have a separate whole account for your whole personal life, mm-hmm. like that's public stuff, and then your your stuff's all out in the open, and it's like I don't need to need people. Like, who wants? To, like, I don't want people in my business. Like, all right. I mean, I understand that. I don't want people all in my business either. But again, I don't, I don't post, I don't post. Because then I got to go, I already am down. I'm going to the open mic to like, you know, blow off steam or talk about my ex and get through some, try some jokes about it. But I don't want to like show up there and people either like either laughing at me or giving me that puppy look like, oh, you just had a breakup. Even though (laughs) reality is no one really gives a fuck. But I mean, truth is true. Just the potential of that. I don't need that in my, that energy around me. Okay. All right. Welcome. Okay. Fine. Okay, so here's question B. The only ones I see is like the wedding photos. That's a big thing. Okay. Everyone's like, I got married. Here's all the photos. Look at it. Okay. Here, here's question B. What's that? How long after the breakup do you take down the pictures of your ex? See, I don't take them down. I just leave them up. I'm like, that's part of my history. Like... I don't know. I think it's kind of unless like something really bad and like fucked up went down. Like if it was just like a breakup, like well. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm in same camp. Like I, I don't. I just told you I'm a hoarder. I just I'm a digital hoarder. I just everything online. Oh my is God, there. I have like thousands of Instagrams posts. Yeah. And like my phone has like fifty four thousand photos in it. And like I don't really know what to do with them. I just like let them build. And like I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> So I know what and you mean, Joey. I'm on that face- same boat. And occasionally Facebook will remember or remind you of this thing that happened. And you're like, oh, that happened that night. Yeah. See, see what Facebook oh, what, what yeah. Facebook does, which is <laughs> fun. Now, if you tell them you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and then you break up mm-hmm. and you change your relationship status back to single, mm-hmm. it will ask you if you want to take all mentions of this person away from your site what and block them <laughs> what? Yeah, i didn't block my last ex but i definitely like turned off follows or whatever mm-hmm. yeah i blocked all of mine uh no actually my ex i didn't block her because i didn't care that much that was my thing. I didn't like. I didn't care, but I just didn't want. I wanted some space, so yeah. I didn't want to see her stuff popping up. Yeah, like I like it was so weird. Like I didn't care enough to where I didn't care if she popped up on my timeline. I would. I wouldn't even think about it and go, "Oh man, look at her. She's happy now." I wouldn't care. I don't like with that that ex that the last ex. I seriously stopped caring about her the moment I walked out her house. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most free. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, kind of I mean, I just look at it just because I'm petty. Just like, I just want to like judge your past, present, and future. You're trying, you're still trying to win the breakup. So you got to see where they're at so you can keep pace. Yeah. Like, I just, but also it's like, are they doing good? Like, da, 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 like are they doing better? And also, like, you know, fuck you a little bit. Depends on the relationship. <laughs> I it really depends, depends on the breakup, but yeah. also like I'm just nosy as fuck, and I just want to. That's <laughs> that's true. Actually, that's what cured me of doing that. <laughs> Being nosy? No, because yeah, because last time. Oh, uh, when the, you were Eskimo the, Bros. When I yeah that. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> but I was like, are you doing better than me? Like, I hope not. I hope I'm is, doing better. Than is me. your new man funnier than me? Don't. Yeah. Does, he, does he look like me? Don't. Does he does he does he run the same circles? Well, that's I always do? weird when the next person like looks like you. Oh, that's that's weird. It it, it was. Is he the great value, Joey LaFaro? <laughs> oh my god. The TJ Maxx. <laughs> I hate the Marshalls. Is he the Marshalls, Joey LaFaro? I'm Ross in this bitch. You can't get you can't go be with a Marshalls. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh my god, that's all right. He got to keep her. I got to keep comedy. So I will. Hey, shit. I think. No, I didn't. I hate comedy. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Also, your new lady's fly as hell. So yeah, that's too. That's the real. That's the real. You, you, you won the breakup. Well fly. I definitely won the breakup. Two relationships late. <laughs> I mean, hey. you did good for the second with the one in the middle. That was just. We'll take our t- our own time, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We- I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> really need to turn this into the, the Joey's history cast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all talk about Joey's life. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it, relationships are, diff- are difficult, man. I, I'm currently in one. I'm actually willing to say it now. It's, it's official. Been, it's been three months. Time to, uh, like I, I told her, the, the moment I change your pit, your the picture from just the letter in your name to an actual picture of you, that's when you're my girlfriend. And I think when I go visit her this weekend, I'm going to change it in front of her and tell her to call me. And then I'm going to show her the picture. And oh. she's going to lose her shit. <laughs> I hope that goes the way you think it's going to go. I, I issue it. Unless, mm-hmm. unless I got her number saved wrong. I don't know. So <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope it works out fine too, shit. What if she goes, if you wanted it, you should have put a picture on it. And then she's got a picture of some other guy. Oh, I, would be, I would be a little upset, but then I'd go, oh, well. Okay. <laughs> I'm 39. Oh, I'm 39 years old, Joey. I, I am. You look am, great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I I'm done dating. Okay. I'm done. Like after this one, if if this one doesn't go all the way to the to the altar, uh, I'm done. I'm just gonna just keep randomly sleeping with women, and then hopefully they wake up with me the next morning. I I, I concur. I feel like if this <laughs> if this one doesn't work out, I'm gonna just become a hoe. I yeah, like I can't do this anymore. I can't date and and try to make try to make small talk and be happy about shit that doesn't make me happy. If you're not my wife, we're not I've gonna. Already reached the point where you guys are thinking you're going to be later. You've already reached that point. I'm um, yeah. I'm 35. I'm a 35 okay. year old woman, and I'm just like. Hmm. What's the point? <laughs> and like, cuz sometimes you meet an awesome person like yeah. I've been fortunate to, but mm-hmm. but I also was a virgin until I was 31. So I have things I need to make. No, you were not. I was. True yes, story. He was. What? Yeah. He just Wait, lost religious? years ago. I feel what? like this whole thing has gotten blown out of proportion. I'm sorry. You can ask me more questions after this, but I have to know. I'm sorry. I can't was it religious or was you was it a no, personal choice? I'm actually working on a joke about this because it's not it has nothing to do with that. It's my mom's <laughs> fault. Um what? it's not an Oedipus thing. Stop being weird. Stop <laughs> being weird, you're weird. <laughs> that's not you're question. weird one to fuck that's your not mom. A question here. <laughs> but that's not that's not the kind of weird. So what it is is um uh my mom's occupation my whole life has been as a human factors engineer. 
So basically what her job is, is to idiot proof things. Okay. Okay. So like my, not only did I have, I, I basically, I had every mistake I was going to make pointed out to me from a very young age. <laughs> okay. What kind so, of shit is that? <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's, that's, that's my cross to bear. So because of that, I've always been like terrified. I, I basically got, I coached myself into this like weird thing where I was like, Deathly afraid of picking the wrong relationship, deathly afraid of ending up in the wrong relationship. And I became super picky. And it wasn't that I wasn't, I was like waiting for marriage. It was that I just wanted to, at the least, if we, if I end up having a kid that I, with a person that I'm not with, I wanted that kid to have some benefits. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted like at least like that person be like, insanely and smart talented or 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 beautiful that way there's just something they have going for them because they're going to have a broken (laughs) (laughs) and i never quite hit like hit that point where i was like if if that happens i'm okay with it uh early enough in the relationship to where it would happen also didn't really have that many like adult relate i didn't have any really functional relationships i thought it was very immature for a very long time yeah so it's kind of all these things coming together you put the pussy on a pedestal. Is <laughs> that lesson from 40-year-old version? Yes, I watched that whole movie. And, and you like as me? Proceed. What year did that come out? 2010, 11, 12, something like that. 2011, 10? I think. Around 2011. I have Google. Why am I asking? <laughs> Earlier, 2005. Oh, oh damn. That's how you know we're old as hell. We can't. I watched that whole movie and then waited an additional 11 years. <laughs> My uh, friend, a girl I went to college with is actually in that movie. She's the girl with braces that like gave the Steve Krogs character his first blowjob and like scarred him for life. I'm like, oh yeah, that shit. That's an impressive sweet. role to play, I think, in a in a movie. See, I wasn't watch a movie again. It's been so long. Let's see. I lost my virginity when I was 16. That's cool. I lost mine in 2016. So <laughs> I am new to the sexes. The intercourse. What the new kiss. The kiss. I am new and fresh. What I mean, it wasn't nothing to it really losing it. It was it it I didn't see the I didn't see the point in keeping it. Um it was it just served no purpose. Uh, it's like a vestigial tail. Just cut that shit off and get it done. I, I, that's what me and Joey met. And I went, what the fuck you mean? You ain't had no cheeks. And he was like, yeah, I ain't done it. And I was like, that sounds so fucking weird to me. You don't need to stay a virgin. That I think the other thing sense. was, I didn't really realize that I wasn't attracted to white women until late in life. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I had this weird fe- period where I didn't like, it didn't click that that white one thing. Into, yeah, because as soon as I switched, it was very fast. <laughs> as soon as you were done with white women, you found the first black woman to jump on her back. <laughs> I mean, it this way, it's gotten progressively fat. Like, like, like alarmingly, it went from like going on like dating for months to like a date and a half, like or or and then like none at all. Like, like I went, it was very quick once I switched to... Once you got some... It, once I understood what I was doing wrong. 
Yeah. Once you get, that's, it just, that's the thing it about just it. It took a long time for me to kind of put those pieces together. Well, here's the thing. I lost my virginity at 16. Mm-hmm. And, and But I didn't like have sex again for an extended period of time. Mm. Like I lost my virginity because my cousin said, hey, you're going to smash that chick. And I went, but the hood, the whole hood smashed that chick. And he was like, well, that's why you're wearing this condom. And that's, that was, that's, that was a rite of passage in my neighborhood. That was her job. Yeah. <laughs> She's supposed to get smashed. So I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm a feminist. I'm gonna let her be, live her life the best way she knows how I'm, I'm happy with it, whatever. So I went and had sex with her, but I didn't have sex again for a number of years. Mm-hmm. So it felt as like, it was about, I was say, I'd say 18 Mm. when i actually lost my virginity like and, and, it, and it continued to happen so it, it, it's not like you did you, you were in a bad state it's just you took longer to get to that i'm really this horny enough to to just not care anymore well i fucked up a lot of the options i had in high school because for some reason i was always you would have had a baby i had yeah i definitely would have you went to suitland you would have had a baby i went to laurel first of all yeah, you had two you'd had twins and there was <laughs> And you it, went to Laurel. You would have had twins. And I was always, for some reason, trying to date the chick other than the chick who had a crush. Like, it was a chick who had a crush on me, and I was trying to date the other one, and it just never timed up right. There were, like, three or four of those that went, like, I, I had the three or four love triangles, missed all of them, <laughs> hit college, then, then ended up with one chick who was just, like, converted to Catholicism. <laughs> So here's the thing. If someone converts to a religion, they actually like do the religion. (laughs) And so she was like, not till marriage. So then that one didn't, so that didn't go anywhere. And then the next one, uh, had an S had, uh, had an STD that, uh, doesn't go away. So I was like, well, I want to make sure this is real. If I'm going to take that chance type thing. And because I don't want to like, why would you want to take that chance? If I know I'm not taking that chance, because I was trying to not be judgmental. I like to try and what like, the fuck is judgmental? I don't want a disease for the rest of my life from having sex. I know it could happen, but I also don't want to like go. Oh well, you made a mistake, and then you're so you're marked for life, and you're a shitty person. Shit. <laughs> like I don't like. I don't want to. I was trying to be open minded, so that but that didn't like work out as. It, as our guest Sunny Sunny Roosh just said, you put the pussy on a pedestal, and then that pedestal is just sitting there. I don't way think I too really high. did. I I I that that wasn't really. A, if you're willing, uh, if you're willing to stay with a chick with, with with an incurable disease, that's not putting it on a pedestal, Marcus. You put her on a fucking that's pedestal. Put, that's putting it in a hazmat. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> I learned. I'm learning so many new things, though, Joey. I would have never guessed that you lost your virginity at age 31. That's what everyone says, and then it because becomes... I would just like honestly, like I would have died. Like I think I would have <laughs> not lived if I had like saved myself that long. I think it's just because here's the other thing that I I this is an under uh, underreported thing that I, I kind of only put together recently. I think some of it too is the fact that like. I only like for the past like two years understood that I have seasonal defect, uh, seasonal affective disorder. And Sad. yeah. And that can affect your libido. So like, I've oh, never, so you didn't really have the urge. I wasn't, I wasn't it, it, like, it turns itself off for half the year anyway. <laughs> so it, it, it made it easier to like, for that shit to, for me to like, not act like I wasn't as like, I would always be around, like people and and most guys will be like, 
like I knew I wasn't gay, but I also knew that like I just wasn't like trying to stare at every piece of ass that walked by all the time. And mm. a lot of pe the guys around me were, and I was just confused because I was like, and also, uh, if you don't, oh, then usually people wouldn't. look at you because like they don't understand it. And I didn't understand it. Right. Because now I understand that it comes from. No, I'm just depressed. So I'm not that pressed about it. But like before, it's just like, well, you must be into something. And if you're not into women, you must be something else. And furry. I, I wonder why you didn't ever infuriating. Should have tried furry stuff. I think you would have been cool as a as a as a bro. Yeah. Yeah. Plushy, no. plushy Joe. You would have you. I think if you had done found your kink, you would have been you would have been out I, of these I, I don't want to have anything like that awakened in me. I'm not gonna even go down that rabbit hole. You don't want you don't want to see that stuff, man. No. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we have a guest this week. I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I've seen it. It's just, it's, it didn't move me. I was like, like, because Joey today was just like, oh yeah, we like interview comics and like, da -da -da. and I'm like, was that? Just a way to get me to hear about your like freaky. <laughs> it really wasn't because I didn't bring this topic up. It the freaky happened. sex business. I was trying to get <laughs> Joey Lopero. Is that the podcast I'm on? <laughs> this is this is this is actually a uh, uh, a different kind of episode because it because it started off with just us, so it more yeah. or less, it morphs into us just bantering about about whatever the hell we feel for. Oh, a bit. the lady comic isn't on here. No, what she's not. She hasn't joined us this week. Oh. Did you send her a link this week, Jack? I did. Okay. I sent it in the chat, but you just know. making sure because you know how she gets she gets upset and it's <laughs> like, why why didn't y'all want me there? It's like you didn't want to join. Forget that. Uh anyway. <sighs> we have a guest, Joey. Yes, we do. Who's our guest, Joey? Our guest is Sunny Sarosh. Yes, oh, she wow. is. She's been our she's been she's hosted our uh, our show at Comedy Shows Near Me. She's hosted comedy shows near me. She's done she's done some amazing things in comedy. And we're gonna sit down and talk to her. Yes, we are. I think, I think I need I need I need some some good music to to start the uh, interview process. Let's let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't know this intro was this long. I'm just waiting for the beat drop. It's taking a little while. It takes a little. Here it comes. Last night, me and my dogs were hanging out. Tired of being cramped up in the house. Hey, That's right, folks. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. It is me, a comic friend. Now, family member of the comedy shows near me family, as well as the dot comedy family, Sonny Sarouche. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm happy to be here. So, Sonny, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Iranian American. I'm originally from the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I moved from there to New York City about 12 years ago. Okay. And uh, I'm actually a nurse midwife and nurse practitioner now by trade. And I was a registered nurse for a long time. Okay. Uh, my main thing is like reproductive justice. I've worked with Planned Parenthood for a long time. Um, do a lot of like advocacy, PR, political stuff with them, as well as like media appearances. 
And uh, as Joey said, I'm also an actor in a comic. So um, I've done a lot of television, um, a lot of like intersection between my medical stuff and my TV stuff as well. Cause a lot of times okay. they want real health professionals on set. And um, I was just in DC for the last year for a midwife fellowship, uh, which is, and now I'm back in New York city, but that's how I met Joey and the comedy shows near me crew. Um, and I started producing out there. I produce a show called uh, it's a comedy collective called yes, homo comedy. Uh, we produce shows at St. Vincent wine. And we also have a new show at the DC comedy loft called yes queen it's like an all-female um like non-binary show Ooh, popped up on the screen hey 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 i'm gonna take a picture of that we're prepared <laughs> my social media yeah cool um so this is our second show uh we've had three yes homo shows which is like a lgbtq show we sold all those out then we had our first yes queen show at dc comedy loft we actually were given the gift of performing in the headliner room upstairs and we sold that out nice. so it's been a wild ride. I mean, I, I always just like wanted to make people laugh and be funny, but you know, my immigrant parents were like, you need a job in healthcare. And I was like, okay, cool. So now I just do both. And, uh, <laughs> funny enough. It's a uh, pretty com like comedic, uh, working in healthcare, especially right now. So I get a lot of jokes from a job. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So I'm glad yours gives you material. I, I I had to hit the fallback. I had to get the fallback before I could do comedy too. And mine gives me nothing but contempt every day. <laughs> well, my well jobs aren't designed to make you feel like fulfilled in life. Uh, they're, they're designed no. to make you to help you get a paycheck so that you're not eating trash bags every day. No, there's a group in our in our company that just decided to rebrand their shit because it was broken. And they just renamed it. And then now everything doesn't match because their shit is named one thing and the rest still was named the other. And I asked somebody about it. And he's like, yeah, it'd be nice if they actually did some work instead of rebanding shit. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So what got you into comedy? What was what was your what was some of your uh, influences to get you get you going in this comedy? thing? Well, I always did like acting my whole life and then you know recently i worked with a lot of great comedians in television doing like sketches and um different like acting improv but and also working on tv mm -hmm. uh, i worked with like amy schumer jason alexander mo Amer, rami um and you know i just got a lot of good feedback and i'd always wanted to do stand-up but i was kind of too afraid and i didn't know like what i would say and then just kind of these jokes about work just kind of like started coming to me because it was just like so ridiculous my job like birth is like crazy i'm like is this real like and it just kind of like flowed naturally from there you know i just like started getting stage time and like being weird and people were like okay i like how those name drops are so casual oh yeah Amy, that very Jason casual. alexander just just keeping it cash um but no that that's kind of what inspired me to really like do it because I don't know. I think being different, you know, and like working comedy, it's hard. Cause I mean, like we all bomb. There's always like a producer's not going to think you're that great and not going to want to book you. There's always, you know, like times when you have writer's block and you're just like writing these jokes that you're just kind of shooting blanks and like, it's so it's tough, but I mean, you kind of just got to keep going at it and keep working hard. And I think producing has been really like helpful for me for that because it's like, 
creating a stage. We always like fundraise for each of our shows. So we, okay. we did That's Planned awesome. Parenthood last time. We're doing Yellow Hammer Fun this time. We've done like a bunch of different charities. And like, it's really nice to just be able to like pay comics and like, you know, kind of create a platform for maybe female comics or non-binary comics or transgender comics or people who don't really fit the like mold of like what people think a comedy comedian is or what the standard like jokes are like, Hey, y'all on the apps, <laughs> anyone go to therapy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's been really fun for me. It's like just finding like-minded humans. I think she just disrespected my whole set, Joey. Because uh, I do that mostly. <laughs> I think it's a, it's can be hard though. I mean, like I remember this one time I went to the show, mm. and that I was on, and I was the only, and I'm often the only female on the show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, always like people trying to rag on me, like other comics and stuff, and like you know whatever. Sometimes it's cheeky, but I just remember this one time this guy like went hard in the paint. But in like a really sexual way. And it was like so uncomfortable. Like he just spent his like 10 minutes set like hitting on me and talking about my like various body parts and like all this stuff. And it's just like kind of sucks ass sometimes. So <laughs> it's kind of nice to like kind of create a space that people won't do that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Yeah. I'm sorry Joey did that. That was just inappropriate. No, Joey's a sweetie. <laughs> Joey's one of my faves. I did his show once and I was like, please have me back. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and also I love his mom and his girlfriend and his whole production team. Mm-hmm. And that weird guy at the bar downstairs that always wears sunglasses. You know who I'm talking about. Oh. Right? So he, it, he makes really strong tequila sodas though. So we're going. We'll, 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 that's good dude. We'll, that's good dude. I we'll, don't we'll excuse it. Sunglasses. <laughs> um, I've, I assume he has some sort of medical reason. <laughs> I don't know. He's it, cooler than you. It doesn't that's seem like he, that's the thing is it doesn't seem like he's doing it like as part of like a shtick. It just seems like <laughs> he has to. It, I, like at first I thought that I'm like who's this guy I think he is? And, uh, but I've seen the guys who do that on purpose because I've been to Nigerian events and oh yeah. Oh my god, like, that must be fun for you. It's so annoying because like, <laughs> are you like the only white guy there? Always. Always and how does that feel for you? Like, are they nice? Do they like rag on you? Oh no, I'm fine. I mean, okay. well, the, the only th- issue I have is with the with the aunties. The aunties get Ooh. on my yeah. That's the same in every culture, though. That's like my culture too. Because one, they're rude to me, <laughs> and then and then I'm from PG County, so now I have to bite my tongue because they got me fucked up, but I can't tell them that. <laughs> that's great. I like that. But I but I get along with the rest of them just fine. They love me over there, except except that I can't like I haven't really interacted with the guys that wear the sunglasses at the indoor event at night. Like I I, I haven't I avoid them because I'm like I just want to slap them off your face. Like I just that's their outfit, Joey. No 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 mess with their fit. It's so fucking stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joey, ragging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so. So, Sonny, what else you got going on? Are you looking to move into more TV and movies? Yeah, I mean, I've been going, uh, like, I have had some acting gigs since I moved back. I actually had, like, one of the worst experiences of my, because I was on this, like, kind of high, like, leaving New York and, like, going to D.C. Like, I, I booked these great jobs, and I was, like, feeling myself and, like, getting these great opportunities. 
So when I got back, I got a chance to work on Pete Davidson's new show. And I was like, oh, oh that's God, cool. That's amazing. And it was actually like a nurse role. But I found out that I was going to work with Joe Pesci in the scene. I was like written into the script. And, you know, it was like we're going to improv and it was going to be really great for my career, like potentially, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I get to set and they just don't use me in the scene at all. They just like completely deviate from the script and are like, nope, we're just going to do it. Just him and just didn't even include me. And I just did nothing on set that day. And it's just like, you know, with acting it's and comedy, too. I mean, it's just like ups and downs. You never know what's going to happen. You never know, like how things are going to play out so hurry up and wait things sucks yeah yeah i mean i'm just on i'm on the grind really right now it's just like you know because new york ain't cheap and i moved into my new my own place which was like something i always wanted to do in my life um so your own place in new york yeah and it's actually not small it's a one bedroom and it's like perfect and it's like you know it's nice congratulations i live in east village thanks you can come stay if you ever have gigs here i have an air mattress with your name on it oh well, then I might take you up on that because I need to start doing yeah. more, more stuff. Um, and, you know, just been working at Planned Parenthood. I'm coming back to D.C. actually for not only our Yes Queen show on Thursday, but I'm doing a press event for healthcare providers. Uh, it's like a productive <laughs> justice type of event. Um, it's actually called Healthcare Providers for Abortion Access. So um, that's like something I'm really passionate about as well. So I'm going to be talking to the press and, you know, demonstrating a little bit. So. Yeah, just keeping keeping on that grind, baby. Auditioning, sending tapes out. I need to get back into stand up though. I haven't done much stand up since I've been back. You've you've lived a very full life. Um, I mean, I work hard, baby. It, it's it's one of those things that that I listen to people who who say the things you've just said, and I go, I've wasted a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those <laughs> ones where I go, ah, damn it. So yeah, I'm, I'm tired. You can see the bags under my eyes. <laughs> I like was at work till like right now. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. No, thanks for having me. It was just, it's just like crazy. I mean, the New York hustle is just, it's really real. So, you know, you're trying to survive, but you're just trying to like live up to your fullest potential and take it. I see every day on set, every show, every open mic, every booked gig, every XYZ as an opportunity to meet someone at work, you know have people learn about you follow you so anything speaking of that so like normally we ask people about like you know their their stand-up influences but most of what we're dealing with is more comedians than actors but you have a much different network than most of the people we talk to mm-hmm. so for you is that a little bit different like do you when it comes to stand-up because of the way you mentioned you entered it kind of as an aside to what you were already doing yeah, it kind of backed into it yeah uh, <laughs> did 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 you take certain like there are certain people like specifically that you know influential in in what you take onto the stage or do you kind of just are you kind of exploring it on your own like do you or did you like have are you just trying to see what it is still or do you have did you have kind of like th- if i do you have specific stand-up goals that kind of I mean so I draw a lot of inf- inspiration from like comic slash actors mm-hmm. um I know that sounds like really silly but if you know Ken Jeong <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask you about him he was a real doctor he went to medical school and he became a doctor 
And then he just started doing like one of his first roles was he was like a bored doctor in um knocked uh, up. Knocked up. Yeah. And yeah. he just kind of like took off from there and like just you know, having people who maybe aren't the conventional person you would think of as an actor, you know, yeah. people like Ali Wong, you know, who kind of came at comedy from a pregnant perspective and now does yeah. acting or you know, kind of just people who are different and don't have like the traditional, like, I'm just going to get up and tell jokes. Like, it's really cool. I think people who have done something else who have like different life experiences to draw on. And that's kind of where my comedy comes from. And also, I mean, it is very performative. Like, you right. know, I do a lot of impressions and like loud vo voices and different things, singing, dancing. Like, I'm definitely not your like typical comic. So I think that's what my favorite comics are too. So I think I just emulate that. Just people who are, have their own like, I guess, shtick or like, I don't know. A lot of times Joey will tell you that I like wear scrubs on set and people like have asked me. I remember after like a comedy show near me show, like, are you really like, is that really you? Like, are you really? I'm like, yeah, like I'm talking about my real life. And so it's like kind of interesting to have that perspective and unique and i that's like what i draw from awesome and, and it definitely definitely got a lot more to go <clears throat> i hope so man knock on wood i uh, just you know again just the grind is real like you never know what's gonna happen to you awesome. and what kind of opportunities you're gonna get so you just gotta put yourself out there and see how it goes Keep on grinding. Yeah. That's what it's Yeah, I think like a lot of people, like not to be like all existential or whatever, but I think a lot of people kind of like limit themselves by what they think mm -hmm. they can and can't do or, you know, need to do like, oh, I need to have kids and have a family and like have a steady job and like, you know, I'm this age, so I can't try something new. Like I really only started doing stand up a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I think, and now I mean like, I book paid gigs and I book shows and you know, I, I'm out there. So I don't think it's ever too late to try something new. What's the worst that can happen? You fail or you don't like it. Okay. Well, at least you tried. There you go. Um, and I just, I think that's the thing that really likes sets me apart. Like I just, I don't have any like boundaries or fears or like limitations. And I think that anybody could be that way if they just, like there's people who win like Oscars and start acting in their 40s and 50s and 60s yeah. even like why not like if More you like free. something just all try right, it. all right I'll do it yes, <laughs> yes. I feel like you're yelling at me. <laughs> give me that motivational speech I gotta um, I gotta give a pep talk it's pep talk uh, hour on dot comedy oh man so so where can people find you at once again so you can follow me at Sarush is on fire. S-O-R-O-O-S-H is on fire. A la the roof is on fire. Mm -hmm. um, you can follow us at Yes Homo Comedy for more information about our show and to grab tickets. Um, they're also on the DC Comedy Loft website. So this Thursday, November 3rd, 8 p.m. You're going to want to join us. It's going to be a real good time. Again, we sold out our last show. And uh, hopefully do this one as well. May, make a lot of money for charity and support some really amazing comics. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome, Sonny. You got, um, we got any topics this week, Jim? I had a bunch pulled up. You did? But it's 930, so. so yeah, is this the Rift Bucket Hour? Is that what's this happening? Is the, this is the, I don't know about hour, but maybe half hour. <laughs> we get into the Rift Bucket. Three minutes. Stuff. 
<laughs> say, I know you've had a long day, so yeah, you don't have to stick around. Uh, we typically go through some uh topics. We can do do some rapid fire shit though. Yeah, let's do it. I like this. Right, let's hit. Let's hit it. Well, first, we do want to say a R.I.P. to one of the premier songsters of the two thousands. Migos singer Takeoff. That's so AKA Christmas I can't believe that. Ball. Yes. Uh, lost his life this morning at uh, around 2 30 this morning in Texas. Uh, safe home, man. Yeah, rest in peace, dog. Rest in peace, dude. Sorry. Too soon. Holy for you, my dude. It, 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 a lot of suspect stuff happened from what I'm like looking, like reading into it more. Like, why are we at a bowling alley at a dice game at two o'clock in the morning? I mean, that's how shit rolls in Houston, dog. That's H Town. <laughs> you don't fuck around out there. Nah. Everybody has a gun scissor, in okay? Everybody does have a gun in Houston, too. I've been to Houston. While I was there, there was a shooting at an aquarium. <laughs> what? Yeah. They shoot everywhere in, in Texas. Pew pew. No, no, Joe. We don't do the pew pew. That's not what we do. We don't. We don't do that, especially now. Uh, okay. But yes, safe home, take off. Prayers out to your your um your uncle and your cousin. Uh, offset in uh, Quavo. And with this, I got I got to remember all these names. I am a DJ. Uh, but yeah, man. So that was definitely sad. But some other things going on in the world, Joe. Yeah. Um. Did you know that Elon Musk bought Twitter? Finally, that actually happened. I heard they made him do it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the I heard court the court said, Yeah, you gotta do it. Because he, he kept trying to back out and he, they were like, nah, you said you're gonna do it, do it. Now he's just like making everyone call his bluff, huh? Oh yeah, they called his bluff like hell. They were like, put your dick where your mouth is, dog. Mm-hmm, pretty much. I think he dissolved the board. He did. He fired like everybody. Yeah. And then <laughs> there were these funny memes because like Instagram crashed on Halloween. And like everyone's accounts got deleted, and it was like Elon Musk when Instagram crashed. Like he did it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 interesting that he actually had to go and take and buy uh, Twitter, because um, I saw a lot of hate speech mm. come out of his his buying it. So a lot of a lot of uh, Twitter posts or tweets about a. Uh, Hey, Elon Musk owns Twitter. Now I can say all the things about the blacks that I didn't get to say before. Oh, God. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. Yes. Now he wants to have a, a, a the, the blue check be a subscription. Oh, wow. You got to pay $20 a month to keep your blue I'm check. I'm sorry. For like being one of the richest billionaires in the world, he's such a cheap little bitch. Like, <laughs> he is. Stephen King said twenty. What a cheap little bitch. Like... <laughs> Stephen King said twenty dollars a month to keep my blue check. Fuck that. They should pay me. If it gets instituted, I'm gone. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Like no. No. we create the content, not you. Basically. Yeah. And then Elon <sighs> Musk had the nerve to say, we need to pay the bills somehow. Twitter cannot rely entirely on advertisers. How about eight dollars? <laughs> How about I knock it down? Eight dollars. <laughs> How do you I'm go? dead. I'm well, like he... actually dead in here. I'm dead. I've died. He'll he'll do he'll dead. do like Netflix did. First they'll charge you ten ten dollars a month, and then like six years down the road they be like, hey, we bumping this rate up. Uh, it's gonna be sixteen. And you're like, wait a minute, that's a ten dollar goddamn hike. And they be like, yep. 
uh, we got to pay these bills somehow. <laughs> it's it's it's, right. it's all a show game. The struggle is very real right now in like the general world. And and Elon's got to put another one of them dick rockets up in the air so everybody can just stare at his. So wait, <laughs> can I share promise. with you guys? So did you? Did, so I did this sketch with uh, Jason Alexander, and who else was in it? Adam Pally and a hairless cat for the problem with John Stewart. It was mm-hmm. called Dicks in Space, and it was about how like all of them were making dicks in space. So I'm gonna share it with you, so you can put it on the. Yeah. There on you the, Always the share that. So you can put it on the chat. So. Nobody's just hearing about this now. <laughs> it's a really great YouTube clip that I'm in. So it was like a sketch I did. It was so much. It was like one of the best times I ever had on set. Tbh. It keeps name dropping. Like. See, and this is it, 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 it stings me because, like, the whole reason I got into this was to do. Oh, the and uh, Tracy Morgan was in it too. That was fun. See, this is that yeah. Joey's in his feelings now. Can you, can you play it? Do you have the functionality to just like play it on your screen? I might be able to. It's really uh, good, and it's only like it. I don't uh, mean to take your time, but it's like it's like a few couple minutes, and like. Depends on who owns the copyright to it. We may it may get pulled. That is true. Oh, because yeah. then it'd be like a YouTube. Yeah, again, YouTube. not technical, not technical. Well, we can share the link. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we will definitely share the link. Okay, I'm sending it to you now. Okay. It's called um, Come Dogs Billionaires. What? In your Instagram box. Come Dogs Billionaires. That's what I heard. Come Dog Billionaires. Yeah, like Come Dog Millionaires. Uh huh. But it's really funny. Are you playing it, Joey? I mean, I clicked on it and then it did, did what it did. Needs inspiration. <laughs> All right, so that we don't get in trouble, yeah, because yeah. this is this has got the problem with John Stewart stuff on it. So, oh, okay. damn, it would have been fun to watch. Uh, but now yeah. everyone watching can just watch it at home. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, link it in. We'll link it in the description of the yeah. show. But basically, uh, it was it's like a dick contest, and like all their spaceships were st- shaped like dicks, and they were just like shooting dick lasers at each other. It was like it was really funny. So like I, real life. Now I know it's two basically people. made real life. Now I know two people that, that have done something with uh, with that show. Now, who's the other? Uh, Kassam Wilson, who's oh, okay. been part of the DC Writers Group, is a writer for that show. Oh. It was really fun. Honestly, I loved being part of it. I loved like because they were like we're just improving and like having a good time. So. It was just fun. <laughs> All right, we need to talk because I need to. This Joey, is, you're just one step away. I've been. I always get caught doing everything but doing sketch comedy, and that's all I've ever wanted to do. It's, it's fun when you have like a big platform because, like, when you do it, like, I mean, I've taken an improv class and it's fun, but when you get to do it, like, in front of like you have a whole crew surrounding you, you got people, you got writers, you got people like fucking banging you up, like. That's when it's. That's what I live for, dog. Yeah, when it's that's actually written, and it's not just like goofy improv shit. Like sometimes you get some good improv shit, but you still need like the premise and stuff to be there. Yeah, but, and when you get to work with like really amazing people, like it's just a vibe, dude. That's vibe. That's all I've been trying to do. And instead, I'm running yeah. a pop up comedy club. <laughs> yeah. Yay! All right, guys, I'm gonna do one more topic with you, and then I have to roll because I have right. to eat dinner and that's like. Good. Oh yeah. Days. yeah. All right, you so know, here, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you what's left, and I'll let you pick which one you like. Uh, Dodgeball two. Daniel Radcliffe speaks out against J- uh, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> uh, Kanye West gets into an argument at a kid's soccer game and storms off. Good, uh, he should or, leave. 
Chris Chris Red gets beat up outside a club. Oh, or Kanye West goes extra anti-Semitic on Parlor after second Instagram suspension. <laughs> okay, Kanye West has got to be the only black guy on Parlor. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Isn't that like a Twitter for like like Trump like white, white conservative supremacist yes. people so they can just it's- like spew. Like they really should call it like hatespewing.com because it's just where people can spew their hate freely. It's Kanye like, and Candace Owens. I don't, okay, so here's the thing. Why is Kanye so angry? Like, why is he angry? Is it, you I think it's the Kim thing? Do you think it's when Kim broke up with him, he got really angry? I think it was before that. I, no, I he's saying, been angry. No. Well, why? He's like a billionaire. He got cute kids. Like well, he's he got not a billionaire anymore. It's because of that. Oh, now he's just a 500 millionaire. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, it's because of that swimming pool thing. I'm telling you. That's when he snapped. <laughs> oh, when Kim was like, we've never used our swimming pool that one? Yes. Yes. You can see that's when. That's when. <laughs> that anger was just like building up in his face. That's, that's when. That's when the. the like, he. That's when the, the, his mind Ugh, broke. Too good. Everything. That's too when he good. first saw the first crack in the glass. And now everything else is just spidering out from it. Wow. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the true statement. Um, I I believe Kanye has has been stewing for down, years. It's all downhill from there. And then after she said that, his whole his whole mystique just died. Like there was no there was no Mister West anymore. He became he became Ye in that moment. He became, that's when Ye was born. That's it. <laughs> Kim Kardashian killed another uh, black celebrity. Um, I, I think he sucks. Like. Sorry, he sucks. And he's like giving other people a platform to spew their hate. And yeah. I just... that's the that's the reason I, I don't fuck with him. Because it, it, it's, it's one... never, and honestly, the shoes he makes are fucking ugly. They look like orthopedic alien shoes. <laughs> Say I'm wrong. Like nope. I don't get why people are upset obsessed with wearing his like fucking sponge, fucking alligator, plastic, <laughs> fucking apocalypse shoes. Like out here, out here selling $500 Crocs. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't even think the Yeezys were that cool. Like the sneakers, like I thought they oh, no, made they were your trash. feet look like an amphibian. I, like, like I don't funny. want my feet to look like a fucking amphibian. They're water shoes. Yeah, I, still, <laughs> I used to get those for funny. $5 at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. I still think it's funny that Goodwill won't take his clothes as a donation. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Honestly, they have no like, more Goodwill for Kanye West. I, w- I hope that he just goes deeper into the hole he has dug for himself and rots there. Can't go that much deeper. He is, he is a alien. I, mean, I would like him to go from a, cause he went from a billionaire to a millionaire. And I would, I would at least like him to be like a hundred thousand air. You know what I'm saying? You want him to have $40 in the, in the gold pass. <laughs> I want him to have $40 and a Hyundai Sonata. And that's it. I feel like there's a, there's a, there was a cartoon we watched about someone who had that rise and fall. <laughs> It should be. Even if it isn't, it should be. The one. cautionary tale. Like there's a Lorax cartoon somewhere. Where that happened? Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a Dr. Seuss cartoon about that somewhere. Oh my goodness. Motherfuckers. <laughs> well, anyway, Sonny, it, again, it was a pleasure, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys, well, I know you have your show, Joey, but I hope whoever is around and available can make it to our show on Thursday. It's going to be real good. Or to Joey's show. Or to both. You know what you I better mean? better be at this Just show. Just around and find out. And you know what? I'm going to be drinking after because I don't have to go back to New York 
till late the day after. So <laughs> at least let's let's fucking drink our faces off. Why not? Listen, this Thursday is ladies' night. Be it this show or this show. Ladies, oh, you got Hetty. I had Hetty on my last show. You got another lady got on Hedy there. Hetty and Mickey Knowles. Oh, you got coming. Coach Kev on your show. Fuck yeah, Kevin Coach Lance. Kev. He Coach Kevin Kev. Lance Murray is coming back to uh, host for us. Uh, we got a couple other uh, awesome guest spots. Uh, be anonymous will also be in the building as well as Ryan Lena. Good. So we're gonna have two good, great shows, and hopefully, just after we'll just all get fucked up together. There you go. That sounds like done a and done. It's like a plan and a half right there. Oh man! But all again, right. thank, well, you, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, DJ, my dude. And uh, <laughs> I will see you guys. I'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Yep. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Night. <laughs> Night. Oh, so what else we want to get into, Jim? Uh, I mean, I went through the time. Anything else you wanted to to hit on? I mean, what happened to Chris Red? He got jumped. So comics are just getting beat up in New York. <laughs> is, this what, is this what I'm hearing? The comics are just getting their asses kicked in New York City. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Um. Damn, they got to be up with brass knuckles. Holy shit! So, uh, he was ambushed by a man with brass knuckles while heading into the comedy cellar. That's kind of crazy. He's like on his way in. He ain't gone in yet. Uh, he has two black eyes. The comedian's body will slowly be on the men. Uh, we're told regardless of the horrible situation, Chris Pine told you he's feeling very happy and fortunate. Oh, they got a video. Damn. I don't want to watch any more videos of people getting fucked, snuck. He was uh, rushed to the hospital after the attack. Police are now combing over surveillance footage in the hope of identifying the perpetrators. This is where I was two weeks ago. The comedy seller. Uh, but you were with uh, Chuck and uh, Maria? Yeah. Well, but see, that's why we roll deep. And that's why I roll with people from Baltimore. Because. Ain't too many people <laughs> fucking with y'all. Because <laughs> New York going to New York. But Baltimore different. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore is going to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. That, Baltimore and. We had Baltimore and Philly in one car, and PT County in one car oh, in New York. Yeah, New York ain't stand a chance. Man, that, was, that was that wasn't gonna go well for anybody. No. Um, that's crazy. I thought it happened after. Like I thought it was something he said on stage. He dude hadn't even gone on stage yet. So he hadn't gone on stage yet. He is just he's on walking his way in, in, and he got snuck. Okay, time for time for comedy to make its way back to the DMV, Joey. What does that mean? Huh? Get the fuck out of New York. New York is not the place to be anymore. Mm. I don't need you getting beat up. Don't go to New York, Joey. I'm gonna go when everyone's leaving. That's when. That's how I make my moves. Because I don't, I don't want you going to New York getting beat up, and then I got to drive up to New York, come get you out of the house, out of see the Sinai. Nah, see all they all gonna leave New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then. I, no one knows who the fuck I am yet. So I'll just go up there and take all those spots. Mm. And then I'll come back before they find out I'm comic. <laughs> so they don't know who you are. So they gonna, you're just going to hide. I'm just going to go, go make that name for myself real <laughs> fast. Well, hey, if, 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 if you can make it there, Joey, you can make it anywhere. 
That's the, that's the that's, that's the, what they tell people. That's the road. Mm-hmm. I just need to get a I just need to get my uh my tape into SNL. Get it done, man. Get it done. You can do it. I'm pr- I, I I believe in you. Jay. I gotta come up with all the characters. Mm-hmm. Put them into a video. You can be that guy. The guy that talks like this. I and can do a lot of things. You can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens I you, Joe. Flam my nostrils. <laughs> Okay, you can do that too. <laughs> oh man, but what one more and we get out of here, man. All right. Uh so I wanted to, I wanted to know about this. So I didn't I didn't because you know I don't read read beforehand, but I, I, I this was important to me. Okay. Uh it has been 18 years since Dodgeball, a true underdog story, opened in theaters. The film remains a bona fide classic for a generation of moviegoers who were teenagers in the early 2000s Yes. Uh directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. <laughs> That's who directed it. That is the name of the director. The sports comedy stars Vince Vaughn and a deranged Ben Stiller and rival gym owners who face off. Why is he got to be deranged to Ben Stiller? I don't know. Ask Variety. The supporting and crazy Ben Stiller. What the fuck? Uh, you can't just use that adjective like that just on a random. The supporting cast includes Justin, uh, Kristen Taylor, Justin Long, Rip Torn, Steven Root, and Alan Tudyk. Rip Torn still alive? Uh, I think he's he died because he could he wasn't in the last minute black. That's one. right. So he can't be. Well, he died in the movie anyway. So that's right. He did die. Patches, yeah, patches, patches of hula hand. And why'd you have to remind me of? That? I forgot. Shit. Um. Oh. <laughs> now you sad. Pew pew. Um, pew pew. Um, according to Long, a dodgeball sequel idea has been ironed out by Vaughn. Is just waiting on Stiller's approval. He oh, said, he said, "Quote: I would love to do it, and I hope it ends up happening. But I think Ben is a little. What he told me on that podcast was that he's a little trepidatious about doing a sequel to something so beloved, something that people enjoy so much." Long told ComicBook.com by IndieWire. It's very risky. You don't want to shit on the original. You want something just as good. So I think he's a little wary of that, of trying to recreate something that was very specific to that time. But I hope he comes around on it. Long continued, Vince is a very convincing person, so I'm just hoping Vince can convince him with his idea. It's a funny idea. I don't want to say what it is. I know Ben loves dodgeball and loves that character. I remember how much fun he had playing it. He, He was always laughing. The dodgeball cast reunited in 2017 for a charity event, and Long said he saw a spark in Stiller that he hints he could come around to wanting to do a second film. Okay. I mean, if, if, ben, if ben signs off on it, and Vince already wrote it, so if Ben has to sign off on yeah. it. Oh, you know what? Ben's just in his feelings because of Zoolander 2. <laughs> yeah, he don't want to make any sequels. <laughs> But Zoolander was just was stupid. Like it didn't need a sequel of all the movies that did need a Ben's sequel. Like, Ben's like, my movies don't get sequels. <laughs> the sequels are always trash. That's why he hasn't done Tropic Thunder too. Oh my god, so great! <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. But they couldn't afford Robert Downey Jr. What the fuck would Tropic Thunder two be about? <laughs> They're gonna make another movie. Yeah, they're making another movie now. Well, they were making the sequel. Actually, they should make a reboot. That would be the <laughs> Tropic Thunder Two. Would be when they do Tropic Thunder the reboot. <laughs> that would be fucking funny as shit. And, and Doug Speedman's coming back to play. <laughs> they 
guy playing another guy. He's playing played, another guy. He's playing, playing guy, another guy. He's he's doing the cameo as the guy with the hooks for the hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fucking hilarious. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. is the director this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's been a good week, Joey. And he keeps showing the the guy who's playing Captain Osiris how how he played the scene. <laughs> And it's time to ask you got a black guy to play it. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you're not you're not doing this right. You gotta you gotta you gotta lower your voice a little bit more <laughs> to make it more believable. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk like that. Who the fuck is this wee shit? <laughs> oh mm. man, but it has been fun, it's been real, and it has actually been real fun this week, Joey LaFaro. Tell him where we're gonna be at, man. Ah, we got some shows coming up, folks. We do. Uh, we got some big ones. As big we ones. mentioned, this Thursday, November 3rd, at Comedy Shows Near Me in downtown Silver Spring, headliner Nikki Knowles, feature Hetty Sandberg, Kevin Lance Murray's hosting, and we got opener Alan Sidley, very funny guy, friend of the Dot Comedy program. He made his debut on our Dot Comedy room in Union Jacks, okay. and he is now opening for us at Comedy Shows Near Me. That's right. And if you're looking for the next time, I will be on a stage near you, November 17th. Joey LaFaro is going to be on the stage? That's right. I'm going to be opening for none other than the fabulous Paris Sachet. Oh, shit. Not Paris. On her birthday weekend, starting it early with us at Comedy Shows near me, Thursday night. We got featured Leroy Furious and host Bobby Ray for that one. And then... That sounds like a plan, man. The mecca of all comedy shows... The most powerful force that has ever been assembled on a stage. Headliners only. only. November 19th, the Saturday. It's back at McGinty's, but it's in the big room this time. Come out. If you've been waiting for a show on a weekend, this is the one. I did it for you. Don't make any more excuses or I'm going to slap you. I'm going to find you and slap you because I went through everything in hell to put this shit together. We have some of the best talent in the area in the world okay we got apple brown betty we got stacy carver we got ashley bayo we got tommy simbazo anthony yokes and justos hosting it for us this is going to be the show of the year there's not a better lineup there won't be one stop trying you can't do what i do come ch- get this get these tickets come get this, this dick that's, that's not, what you want to say joey tell them no nah, i can't i can't, oh, can't tell them can't that? go that hard okay not yet that <laughs> come get this comedy dick. <laughs> Who wants this comedy dick from comedy shows near me? Comedy dick. <laughs> and also, I am DJ Marcus. So you look for me, you can find me on the internet, DJMarcus.comedy. Anywhere you find that comedy, you will find DJ Marcus. For Candace August, the Dot Comedy family is oh, out of here. You also, um, you can find me somewhere else now. Where at, Joey? You can find me at Joey Low Comedy on Instagram. Joey Low, Joey Low, Joey Lolo, Joey Low, Joe 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 Dolo, Come. Joey Loco Medi is also Joey's Loco and on meds. That's also Joey Loco Medi. Interpret. It's <laughs> also a way to interpret that. That is that it, I looked at it, but it's now. Yes, it is Joey <laughs> Joey Loco Eddie, Loco Eddie, Locomode Eddie. Locomodity. 
Low coming Eddie. You just really want to say Eddie a lot. Low come Eddie. Oh, man, but Joey LaFaro, it has been a fun week, man. Yes, sir. It has been a great week, man, and we will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Comedy Podcast.